Welcome to Safety Bites, a weekly podcast on all things related to workplace safety, hosted by me, Jason Schaffenbuhl. The thoughts expressed in this podcast are based upon my opinion and general best practices, which may not apply to all listeners. Always consult with a qualified professional before making any changes in your organization. Thank you for joining me in 2021 for more Silver Lining Safety, Safety Bites podcasts. Since we are in the first few weeks of January, it's likely that you're working on safety goals for your organization. Let's take a few minutes to talk about safety goals you should consider. First, I want to talk about safety goals you should avoid. Any goal that is dependent upon counting the number of injuries or illnesses you experience should be avoided. A goal to have no OSHA recordable injuries or a reduced number of them can entice employees to not report injuries. Because employees may be unintentionally encouraged to not report injuries so they do not jeopardize the goals for the organization, these types of goals potentially violate OSHA's regulations and you could be cited. I also don't like these goals because they focus on an outcome and not the activities needed to get to the outcome. So what are good goals? Good goals are those based upon activities that achieve a safe workplace. When you start considering safety goals, think about what it is you want to accomplish. Consider what causes injuries in your workplace. You can look at your OSHA log from prior years, injury reports, accident investigations, or even talk to employees. All of these sources of information can provide you with insight on what causes injuries in your workplace. Maybe you have a number of injuries from manual material handling, lifting boxes or products in your workplace. Some goals you may consider to address manual material handling include, one, have someone complete an analysis of lifting tasks to quantify the risk of injury. Further evaluate those tasks with the highest risk of injury and take steps to minimize the exposure. Maybe employees are not using lifting aids, such as hoists, to prevent injury. A suitable goal may be to have supervisors conduct at least one spot check each day to ensure employees are using hoists as necessary. Coaching and disciplinary measures will be taken when hoists are not used. Positive reinforcement should be provided when hoists are used. Another example. Sometimes employees carry too much product at one time. Instead of making one trip with six boxes of product, they could take two trips with three boxes each. So a goal for a supervisor could be to review the product handling tasks to determine alternative approaches to moving the product. Maybe a cart could be used instead of manually carrying the boxes. If a cart isn't suitable, another goal could be to coach employees on proper product movement. In other words, only moving three boxes at a time, and review their performance at least weekly to ensure compliance with expectations. Here are some general safety goals. First, I'll start with goals for management, including supervisors. First goal, complete weekly safety audit of work area using specified checklist. Take corrective actions as appropriate to address unsafe conditions and behaviors. Submit completed checklist and corrective actions to management within 48 hours of the audit. Here's another example. Complete investigations into all employee injuries, property damage incidents exceeding $250, or any near hits, or what most people refer to as near misses within 24 hours. The investigation needs to include corrective measures to prevent reoccurrence of similar situations. The investigation and corrective measures need to be presented to management within 48 hours of the incident. A third goal? Ensure employees receive all assigned mandatory safety training. A fourth goal could include assigning someone responsibility for implementing a hazard reporting system. Along with that, ensure the reported hazards are acted upon in a timely manner. A great system is one where employees can see what hazards have been reported and what management is doing to address the situation. This could be through a posting in a public area or an electronic system, whatever works best for your organization. Sometimes nothing can be done due to the nature of the issue or budgetary reasons but there still should be an indication to employees why the issue cannot be addressed and what, if any, alternative changes will be made to control the hazard. Here's a fifth idea for a goal for management. 
Require that all meetings of more than five people, for example, start with a brief discussion on safety, no more than two minutes. The goal could be given to all members of management, and they take turns leading the discussion at the various meetings that are held throughout the year. I would encourage you to not specify the topics of the discussion or how the discussion should be framed. I think you'll find that each person has their own unique style, or they'll develop a style, and you may find that their creativity in this goal can lead to greater consideration of workplace safety by everyone. Those are five examples of workplace safety goals for management. Now I'll give some examples of goals that may work for worker bee employees. First, report all injuries and near misses by the end of the work shift. Work with management on investigating what occurred and provide suggestions to prevent reoccurrence. Another goal would be to have employees complete safety audits of work areas within their work shift as assigned. Many employers don't have employees complete safety audits and I don't understand why. Employees are where the hazards are. They can easily spend two or three minutes looking for missing container labels, blocked fire extinguishers, or blocked electrical panels, missing machine guards, improperly stored materials, etc. If you use this goal, I would provide a two or three item checklist that changes each week and limit the audit to the immediate work area. Likely, you will need to provide some training on what the hazards are that you want identified. The third goal could be to have employees report one positive safety observation or one hazard each week. The intent is to get them to think about safety, their work area, and their peers. Employees should be encouraged to observe their peers and catch them performing a work task safely. If they are uncomfortable doing that, they could simply report hazards. Management then needs to address the hazard and recognize the peers working safely. Without management doing that, there is no usefulness in having employees report. It is challenging to establish generic goals for worker bee employees. Their goals need to be specific to what they do and their responsibility. Goals for management are easier as they control the work environment and have the authority and responsibility to correct hazards. While many organizations like to have employee goals related to wearing PPE or participating in all mandatory safety training, I don't think these should be goals. They are simply part of the requirement of doing the job safely. So if you are in the process of setting up safety goals for 2021, take some time to think about what I've discussed. But more importantly, think about what you need to accomplish in 2021 to create a safer workplace. Then set your goals on the steps necessary to achieve your accomplishments, not the accomplishment itself. Remember, what you do for safety today may prevent an injury tomorrow. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and will join me next week. Until then, please make time each day to create a safer workplace.